everyone. This is our fifth episode from Loreto BCS, and thank you for following us and keep tuned. We are so happy to be in one of the best wine bars and restaurants here in Loreto that offers a great menu and high-quality wine, and also is joining us a great entrepreneur woman that is the owner and the mastermind of this amazing place. So, Gretchen Bell, thank you so much for opening the doors of this beautiful place, and so nice to see you. Nice to see you too, Jimena. I'm glad that you're here. Thank you. Welcome to Gitanos. Um, Gitanos is a wine bar restaurant um, right here in downtown Loreto. So thank you for coming in. Thank you, um, Gretchen. Tell us a little bit about Gitanos. When did you start? Um, how the, this amazing idea came and everything about you, about Gitanos. Will do. Um, Gitanos started, Gitanos was not part of any of the plan when my husband and I uh, decided to buy a piece of property here in Loreto. Uh, we had come down for a 14-day vacation, the longest vacation we had ever experienced with each other because we are working full-time, um, coming from the Silicon Valley in California. So we had come down to Loreto for a vacation, fell in love with Loreto, and ended up purchasing a piece of property before we flew home. All of this on vacation. Um, And as, as the time went by, we built a house on that property, and we were both here a lot, um, getting to know the town, you know, checking the construction process and whatnot. Uh, on one of my trips down, I had heard about all the different uh, wonderful bakeries and flower shops and whatnot in uh, downtown Loreto. So I decided to park my car um, over by the grocery store, which is the Pescador, and walk downtown Loreto to figure out, go in every door that was open to figure out what was what and where everything was. In doing so, I had walked by this building, which is now Gitanos, and a vacation rental upstairs, but primarily Gitanos. And I'd walked by this building that was not the prettiest building, and it was all covered with newspaper, which was dated 2006, I believe. And I think this was about 2008. 15 or 16 that this was me walking by and I looked at the building and having been in real estate for 35 years it was intriguing and it was a for sale by owner um, but I just kept walking I went to Ponky Pond Bakery and I went everywhere you name it I found all sorts of great places in uh, in town and when I got all the way down to the Malacon I, I turned around and I walked back up and came to the square and then was headed back up town um, to my car And for whatever reason, I crossed that street again just to walk by this building. And I thought to myself, what on earth? This is a for sale by owner for what, nine, 10, 11, 12 years, whatever it was at that point. And I got in the car and, and then I, I went back to the hotel where I was staying. Um, I was actually in town maybe three or four weeks during that trip. And I was also working on my residency for uh, Mexico. So needless to say, I drove by this building and walked by this building several times. Um, fast forward, and I decided with talking with my husband that we should buy this. Um, I had no idea what I was going to do or what we would do with this. Um, and I always do needs and wants. This was not a need, this was simply just a want. It was my passion for real estate that literally drove me to this building. It said, there's potential here. It's at the start of town, it's right past the signal light, it's a busy street, something, some, somebody needs to make this building beautiful. And that's what we ended up doing. We purchased the building from the owner. 
Um, and then we started renovating it. And the second and third floor was easy. Again, it's a vacation rental. But this first floor, where we're sitting right now, um, I didn't know what to do with this. I didn't know if it was gonna be a real estate office, because that's what I did, or, or what, an art studio, because I enjoy art. I had no idea what, what this little space, which is little, what, maybe three or 400 square feet, what it could be. And as my husband and I kept talking about it, um, and the building was under renovation, uh, one of the things we recalled when we first started dating about 20 years ago was how much we enjoyed going out. Um, going out to a restaurant where people knew you, going out and enjoying glasses of wine, um, the socialness of it, um, the intimacy of certain places we love to go to in California. And that's, that's kind of where we blossomed. And I said, let's do a wine bar. Let's bring in wines from all over Mexico and and yeah, let's do a wine bar. And that's that's how it got its legs. And from there it just started it just started growing. So yeah, that, that's the beginning of it. So how busy have you been in these uh, two years that you were here? I mean counting the pandemic and everything, but it was the same um, that you something that you imagined before or like probably would be less or more. I mean talking about the population in Loreto and the tourism and everything? Yeah, so we've been here living since 16 now? 17, 16. Yeah, 16, middle of 2016. Um, and Hitanos has been open since season of 2019. So October 2019 was our grand opening. Um, and then the pandemic hit. Um, and so March, middle of March, we closed down, as did all of Loreto. Um, and most of the United States and most of Mexico um, to deal with the pandemic. We were very busy, consistently busy up to that point. We, we closed in March, we took our summer off, so to speak, there wasn't, tourism wasn't allowed at that point. Um, things were very slow and we, we just muddled through it. You know, it was kind of sink or swim and we were swimming the best we could to get through this. We just opened back up the first part of November, and a little creativity. We have our regular, first of all, we're at about a 40% capacity, so we have a lot smaller uh, availability as far as seating goes, which isn't so bad. You know, it just creates more intimacy in here. Everybody kind of knows everybody. Um, even if you're a tourist, it's never been to Loretto, you walk in and by the, by the time you're done having even just a glass of wine or having a meal, I'm sure you're feeling like Rodrigo or Jesse or myself or whoever is in here that you've you've made new friends as you go on your way. Um, so business business was difficult, but like I said, we started again in November, opened back up. We have a secondary menu that a lot of the locals use, um, which is what I call our take and bake menu. It's got a couple of lasagnas and a meatloaf and some raviolis, lobster raviolis on it. Um, that you can come and pick up, put in your freezer, or cook that night. So I, the pandemic has not been fun by any means, but it's been an opportunity to kind of recreate and, and redesign the business model. Exactly. And as I think if you're resistant enough to be able to do that, to move and flow with anything in life, with anything in life, um, you can have a plan, but if you're not able to take a right-hand turn or a left-hand turn off of that plan to continue to succeed, that's going to be difficult. Um, thankfully, it, it, it's just part of who I am. 
So movement and, and going in a different direction in order to keep um, pretty much our staff paid and keep Pitanos alive is what we did. And, and so far, so good. You know? Excellent. That was my other question. That What about your menu? What um, Did you change something from the past season? Uh, do you have this amazing meatloaf? that we should try it and we should came from that and a couple of uh, glass of wine. So tell us a little bit, a little bit about what uh, we can find here when we came up from some entrance or any dessert, whatever. Um, so our menu is very, I want to say eclectic. It's, there's no consistency. So you're not going to walk in and have all Italian food or all, you know, Spanish food or all American style. You, it, we just have a little bit of everything. Um, my husband is a sandwich guy. My husband loves his bread. My, he's, a, he's a meat and potato man. Um, so with that being said, we have two wonderful sandwiches on the menu that um, are pretty popular. We have, especially our pesto chicken and tomato is very popular. I like my salads. Um, so we have a quinoa salad. We have a green salad. Uh, we run different specials. Like you said, the meatloaf, which is coming off of the um, take and bake menu. Um, They've made a meatloaf sandwich out of that a couple weeks ago. Uh, what else is on the... We have edamame on our menu, as silly as that may sound. So I've got my Japanese mixed with my American sandwich and then my uh, Italian pizzas, for, for lack of a better term. Um, so we just have a menu that is not... It's just kind of appealing to lots of different people. Um, the kids come in, they love their edamame, uh, you know... The, the guys come in, the fishing guys come in, and they their tables are full of sandwiches and pizzas. You know, the wives are in with their salads. Um, and for dessert, I'm known for my cheesecake. Um, I make a cheesecake, really simple cheesecake. And for whatever reason, it's kind of caught on fire here. Um, and maybe because nobody else is making a cheesecake like mine, I don't know. But I'm No, because it is delicious. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's dangerous to stay away from that cheesecake. It's very dangerous. Um, but I agree, it is very good. So, And then we make homemade ice cream. So we, it, our, menu is, our menu gets changed up. So it's... If somebody comes in and says, I really would like something like this, then that person, whether they realize it or not, walks away. And the next day, Jesse and I might be in the kitchen going, okay, how can we do this? And then how do we resource what we have? Because we're after, we're after as much product as we can get from Loretto. So I don't want to... There are some things we have to source outside, such as edamame. Um, but our cheeses, our vegetables... Um, our arachanda, our, our chicken, everything we're doing, our fruits, we're trying to source from Loretto. Whether it's from the farmers in San Javier, the olives from San Javier, which are awesome, um, to some of the just the grocers. You know, the Benito Wars grocery store I love. I love Pescador. So um, with our menu comes the challenge of trying to source as much as possible here from Loretto. But that's pretty much what we focus on. So, Excellent. Thank you. So, um, talking about food, what is your favorite dish here in Loreto? Ah, my favorite dish? Oh, that's a hard one. So here in town, oh, I, I'm so bad at this because I get all my kicks. So here in town, Orlando's makes a uh, lobster, like a chili relleno, but it's, it's a poblamo, and it's stuffed with lobster and some peppers. Oh, my goodness, it's so good. Um, if you go to Nopolo, if you go to Loretto Bay, Azul's is one of my favorites. His, his short ribs, uh, just about anything on that menu as well. So, the, I mean, 
right next door, this gentleman, Pedro, I don't know if you know this, but he's been there like 18, 19, 20 years. Yeah. Um, he's been there since the original owner built this, the, the building that we own now, Hidano's. Um, his street tacos are to die for. Even though they're not a street taco because he has a little restaurant, yeah. <laughs> they are to die for. Um, there's so many variations. I mean, there are so many options here in Loretto. You can go to the new restaurant, Alma Del Sur. They have a hamburger. Have you had their hamburger? Yeah. Amazing. I know, Chicken right? Sandwich, and um, it's uh, so, it's amazing. Yeah, and that's what's really cool about Loreto. Like, and I'm sure it. You know, if you go to Puerto Vallarta or some of the bigger cities, um, you're going to find a large variety as well. But in a little town like ours, um, where we're not overran by tourists, um, there is such a variety of dishes. It, it anything you're craving on a given day will be found here. Seriously, or you can go to what's the one across the highway, Poblamos? Yeah, is right with the shredded is it the beef Mm -hmm. oh yeah so I mean anything you're craving you'll be able to find here in Loretto not just not just the national Hispanic food yeah I think even when you live or be here in a small town you can um, value each dish in a different way because you know sometimes when you are in a big city there are so many restaurants and you always go the restaurant that you want and you always ask for the same yeah, I, you know, I, but here it is that you have too many options, but not at the same time. Um, so you can try a different plate or dish in each one. So it's just amazing. Yeah, and it's affordable. So and and, and to add to that, so not only do we have an incredible array or spectrum of food options, our the service is the service has not been. I don't know how to say this correctly, but the service isn't tainted by tourism. So when you go anywhere, based on my experience, you have servers uh, or owners, uh, such as myself, that are just so grateful for the business and the tourism coming in, along with our local population and the people who live here full time. Um, And I think that's really key to the entire experience of Loreto. You, again, I love Puerto Vallarta, I love Cabo, I love La Paz, I love to travel. but it's different in Loretto. We're still a very small, intimate town um, with some cobbles, cobble streets, and just everybody says hello to everybody. You know, I know we're getting a little sidetracked off food, but um, <laughs> Loretto is just an incredible place. It's an easy place to fall in love with. Like I said, my husband and I bought a piece of property within a week of being here for our very first time. It is just an incredible, incredible city. Very magical Pueblo, that's for sure. So Gretchen, what do you think just makes Gitanos different from other bars? Um, well, I think the intimacy. I think we're probably one of the smallest, if not the smallest little places um, in town. Even on the other side, even in Oplo, I, I don't know of anything this small. We are a very personalized place to come eat and or just enjoy a glass of wine or two. Um, We bring in live music, we bring in local artists and they sit out on our patio. Um, Those live artists have have brought in people from all over the world that come to play with Harrison or um, Luis from the mainland. Um, So you're, you're experiencing our local artists, musicians, they're bringing in different people. Um, Again, you can be a complete stranger, so to speak, a tourist just walking down the street that came in to have a glass of wine or something to eat. And before they're leaving, guaranteed you, they're they're knowing the names of the people sitting around them. So I think 
we're just really intimate. We're just really intimate. We're small. We're not pretentious. Um, I had a gentleman who purchased a bottle of red wine. I don't recall what it was. Um, and then asked for a couple large glasses of ice and then apologized to me that he was going to drink his red wine with his ice. And I laughed because I'm like, by goodness, do whatever you want to do, whatever makes you happy. This is not, <laughs> nobody's judging here. By all means, enjoy your red wine with your ice, as my husband drinks his white wine with his ice. So we're just not pretentious. We're just, you know, you can come in wearing your flip-flops or your shorts and or you can come in. We have ladies' nights where ladies come in and sit at the table and they're all done up. So ah, it's just a personal, small place to come hang out and enjoy friends and family. So what about the activities here in Loreto? What is your favorite and also what do you recommend to the people who, it's, uh, who comes with a partner or with family or alone even? Sometimes there yeah. were some people that they come alone and they feel that they um, probably they are kind of intimate or something that they don't have any friends or something but yeah. here it's just so easy to talk to people and in, in a random way to make a lot of friends though yeah. and probably finish eating with a lot of friends at night exactly um, the interesting thing about Loretto is the sky's the limit or better yet the sea is the limit so if you were travel if you were a single female traveling by yourself staying somewhere I mean you can get a bike rent a bike a lot of the hotels provide bikes. You can bike ride everywhere, safely bike ride everywhere, and stop in to weather shops or, or food or just see the sights. Um, if you're into water activities, scuba diving, snorkeling, um, I would never do it, but by goodness, they go out to Coronado and they swim with the sea lions. And it's totally cool to watch, but you wouldn't catch me doing it. I'm, I'm a chicken. Um, fishing my son and, and when the kids come down they love to fish and when I say fishing they just grab a ponga right from the marina here this is not an expensive all-day you know fishing venture but at the same time if you really did want to hire in boat we they have that as well whether out of the marina or out of Puerto Escondido um, everything I mean it really is you, there's so much to do there's hiking there's so much history up in San Javier Um, it, it just, I, anything you're after, Loretto, pretty much, I mean, other than maybe, you know, drag racing, we don't have that kind of stuff, but we do have some horse races. Um, it's just a quaint little town that has a lot of outdoor, outdoor activity. That's for sure. Well, great, Gretchen. Uh, please tell us when we can find you, I mean, social media and something, I mean, any location that you can have if you can explain a little bit from the people who is just listening yeah. us uh, where you are also if you have any special or any or whatever in days everything that you want to tell us for finish okay cool so we're right in Old Town um, there's one main street that leads into um, Loretto we're right past the signal light on the right hand side you can't miss us we're the only three-story building in town um, and Hitanos is painted up on that on the wall um, We are opened Tuesday through Tuesday through Saturday. Did I get that right? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. <laughs> yep, I got that right. Tuesday through Saturday, 4 to 10. Um, we've been known to stay open much later than that based on what the crowd is, um, especially when we have live music. Um, we can be found on Facebook. We're under Gitano's uh, Cantina de Vina. And our webpage, which is gitanoswinebar.com. So you can find our menu there, you can find our hours, you can find entertainment. 
um, music coming in and whatnot. Okay, thank you so much for the um, for this um, and all the people who is listening to us. Uh, we can meet us in the next podcast. So thank you so much. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you, Jimena.